Welcome to the Be Free Show, where you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. Hi, I'm Lou Roshka, your host, and we are having a good time. And we're going to talk about being enlightened, emboldened, and empowered. And hey, there's actually an event coming up that you can go and participate in and be at that will help increase that enlightenment and that uh, being emboldened and empowered because that's going to be the whole theme of the whole thing. And listen, I need that. I need more of that. There's, You never come to the end of God. You never come to the end of growing and learning and, and needing more of Him. And listen, He's to be had. I mean, He wants to give you more. He wants to pour into you. And so at a GLOW, uh, we're going to be having our uh, Central Texas area GLOW coming up June 8th through the 10th. And uh, I have the awesome joy, along with my team across Generations Band, of leading worship. And listen, these folks, when they come, they come ready to worship. You don't have to try to get them to worship. They're just like, bam. First note, they're ready to worship and get in the presence of God. And we're going to have our international president of a glow jane hansen hoyt is going to speak it's going to be powerful and we're going to have miss carol torrance who uh, is our uh, regional uh, regional director over several over states i think it's what was it texas and missouri, missouri and oklahoma yes there we go south central regional director on the national glow board and uh and miss Elizabeth Brown is in the house today. She's talking to us. She is the vice president of special events. So you are the one that has the the joy of doing all the details. Absolutely. <laughs> We're this. up to our ears in details yep. right now. Yep, yep, yep. <clears throat> so I know it takes a lot to put on an event, and, and we appreciate you, Miss Elizabeth. Oh, thank for you, doing Lueda. That. And thank you for allowing me to be here today. <laughs> well, Such of a blessing. Of course, I, I, I'm glad that you're here. And so we were talking about being enlightened, uh, Miss Elizabeth, a moment ago, <laughs> because we're, let's, let's jump into. Uh, this enlightened, emboldened, and empowered, and you were sharing about having that. Uh, we're already enlightened, but there's there's more. You know, and, yeah. Yes. And, and one of the one of the definitions that I wrote down is just from the Webster's Dictionary of enlightened was to furnish knowledge, to instruct, to give spiritual insight, freed from ignorance and misinformation. Yes, Jesus. <laughs> yes, Lord. Well, absolutely. <laughs> Let that be so, Father. Based on full comprehension of the problems involved. So today, if you're watching, if you're listening, uh, and you you have this situation, and you think, I do not know all I need to know about this problem. I don't know how to fix this problem. I don't know which way to turn. I don't know what to do. Well, I promise you that the Holy Spirit knows. Absolutely. And, <laughs> and you know, this is what, there's so much confusion in the world today. There's so many weird spiritual things going on all around us. It is such a such a comfort to know that we can go to the Word of God, mm-hmm. and we can get the truth yeah. about what we're dealing the with truth. in our life. And I don't think anything is left out. If you'll search mm-hmm. the Scriptures, there'll be something for you there for your situation. I agree. And that we we have that solid rock of the Word, and Jesus, of course, is the living Word. But we also have the written Word that we can stand on. And through that word, we are enlightened. We come to the light. We know the truth. And what does it say about the truth? It sets us free. free. That's right. So I enjoy the freedom that I am 
walking in today Mm -hmm. because of what Jesus has done for me and what the Holy Spirit has done and changed in my heart and life. Oh, hallelujah. You know, I want to shout it from the rooftops. You know, as you were talking that scripture, his word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Now, that's called being enlightened You know, there. I love to do a word study on light sometimes because the word says... Uh, God is light, yeah. and in him there is no darkness no at all, it's no shadow of turning. Yeah. Well, when there's bright light all around, there are no shadows, are there? There's, that's so good. So <laughs> we start from that place of being dead in our sin, because that's a condition we're born with, not our behavior, but the Adamic nature to life in the Spirit and life burst onto the scene through Jesus Christ when he comes into our hearts. And that's the place we start from. That's the place we move forward from. Mm-hmm. And I think we have an obligation to stay in the word, to continue the Amen. enlightening process, mm-hmm. because our minds need to be renewed. We need to get all of the trashy thinking changed. Mm-hmm. And um, getting our trashy thinking changed, our worldly thinking and and misguided thinking and things that we grew up with in our own households or or whatever our personal experience might be, all that has to be changed and renewed in our minds. Mm -hmm. And the Word of God renews our minds. Mm -hmm. And we begin to understand the truth and we begin to think differently. And because we begin to think differently, we begin to act differently. Mm -hmm. And we begin to carry the light. Mm And and others and be the light and others see the light in us and they don't they may not even know what it is, but they're attracted to it. And this gives us opportunity then to share what the Lord has done for us. And, you know, the scripture says he's translated it, translated us out of the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of his dear son i believe is the way it ends translated us out of the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light and that's where we get to live and that's where we get to stay and and so we all you know he translates like he he transforms us he brings us out he gives us the power he empowers us and he changes our identity absolutely you know we um <laughs> My husband teases me about a church that I was once in, once involved in years ago, and he said that just that church just keeps telling you what a dirty, rotten sinner you are, <laughs> and it just keeps you in that identity and in that mindset. Well, I have the truth has set me free because I I know that I'm no longer a quote dirty, rotten sinner. I'm a saint, right? I'm the redeemed of the Lord. You're who he died for. I am the one that he redeemed. (laughs) I am a friend of God. I am covered by his blood and all my sins are washed away. Not only what I've done in the past, but what I'm doing in the present, what I might do today, what I might say or do that would be sinful, but also what I'm going to do in the future. There will probably be a time I stumble. Mm-hmm. But all of that is covered under the blood and under the the blood covenant that we have through the cross of Jesus Christ and, and through his death, burial and resurrection mm-hmm. that we are that eternal life is in us now. Mm-hmm. So I'm a saint. Mm-hmm. I'm no longer a sinner. And that's my identity. I'm a friend of God. I'm a child of God. I, I'm part of his family. Mm-hmm. And he's all, God wants a family. Yes, he does. And we are it, folks. So Amen. don't deny yourself 
the the joy of knowing who you are in him learn it get into the word and become enlightened about your identity in christ and being enlightened and uh, enlightened with that knowledge of who we are that new identity in christ it emboldens us it yes gives us the boldness to do what we need to do Let's. I want to make sure that we go through all three. Of yes. Let's, okay. Let's talk about. So we we are enlightened, as you're talking about, and we've been brought out of that darkness. We have the light within us. It's shining in the dark through the darkness, and it's brought us to a new place. And now, armed with that, it makes you bold. Yes, it does make you bold. You know, there are people who don't know Jesus who are bold, mm-hmm. but we we call that soul power. Have you ever known <laughs> yeah. anybody with soul power? <laughs> I may have operated in that a time or two myself. But that's not about the Holy Spirit, no, is it? No. <laughs> Sometimes that's just about a whole lot of flesh and it may be even oh, the unholy now you've gone spirit. Oh, you to meddling now, Elizabeth. Oh, no, ouch. <laughs> well, I looked up the definition of emboldened because you've really got me thinking about all this too, Louada. Uh, the definition that Siri gave me. It says, giving someone the courage or confidence to do something in a certain way. Mm, That's good. Giving someone the courage and the confidence. Well, we get emboldened by the promise of the Father. And what is the promise of the Father? The Holy Ghost. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. Uh, Acts 1-4 said, when Jesus ascended to heaven... He commanded them to wait in Jerusalem for the promise of the Father. Well, have we experienced the promise of the Father as believers? Because I grew up in a church that just didn't emphasize that. They didn't de-emphasize it. They just never mentioned it. Right. Except on, Pen- it out. Except on Pentecost Sunday mm-hmm. when there was an acknowledgement that the Holy Spirit came and the church of Jesus Christ was birthed on earth. But it's like many believe it was dispensational. It was for that time. Right. But by the grace of God and the mercies of God, I have learned that promise of the Father is for us today. And it is called the baptism in the Holy Spirit. And John the Baptist said, I'm coming to baptize you with water, but the one who comes after me will baptize you with the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit, and fire. Fire. Mm -hmm. So that comes from our encounter, an infilling that happens in our life through the Holy Spirit. And one of our theme scriptures for this conference is Acts 1-8. You shall receive power. When the Holy Spirit has come upon you. I love it. Well, the whole focus of my life changed after I had this encounter with the Holy Spirit. After I had this experience. I was driving along the highway listening to rock music and and just beginning (laughs) to going to Fort Worth, you know, trying to get there before sun dark. And I said, praise God out loud, which was new for me in those days because I was in a very silent church. (laughs) We don't say things like that out loud when I was growing up. The pastor could, but the people in the church sat quietly and listened. But I said, I've been to a couple of groups, kind of crazy people, different than me. (laughs) They love Jesus, and I kept going back because I love being there. And so I began to cry out to God because I was in a big mess and a whole lot of trouble in my life at that time. God helped me. And several weeks later, he, met, he answered by filling me with the Holy Spirit when I was driving down the highway. 
Wow. The power of God. I just said, praise God, because the sunset was beautiful. Mm -hmm. And I was admiring God's creation. Mm -hmm. And when I said, praise God, the Spirit of God fell on me Mm. in power. Mm. It was like an electrical surge that went through my body. So I turned down my rock music on my radio. (laughs) And I was in awe, as you can well imagine, like what just happened to me. Uh And I said, praise God, Uh again. And the power of God, like a mighty rushing wind, went through me again and then again (laughs) the third time. I love it. Well, the focus of my life totally changed after that. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was like Jesus lived in one room of my house, but now he had every room of my house. Mm -hmm. And and he had my full attention. And there was nothing more wonderful or, or exciting than my relationship with Jesus. And that's the difference the Holy Spirit makes in our lives. And that's what emboldens us. Mm-hmm. For sure. To speak of him, to share him, to witness, to testify, to sing mm-hmm. under the anointing like you do, Lueda. It's That's from the Holy Ghost. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I was timid. I was scared. I was a scared little bunny, fearful. Mm-hmm. And God has transformed me over years, and I'll say a glow has helped me a lot with oh, that, yeah. just in, in being pushed out there to do things, you know, mm-hmm. that I would not have, I'd be too timid to do. I would just be pushed out there. Well, the Holy Ghost will push you forward. Yes, he Because will. he's wanting you to grow, and he's wanting to use you, because he has a plan for you. Amen. You know, it's like Queen Esther. She was born for such a time as this. And that's one of our theme scriptures for the conference, too. You have come to your royal position for such a time as this. Well, Queen Esther was bold, and she saved the nation of Israel. She she saved the Jewish people. Mm -hmm. And God can't accomplish anything with wimpy people. You know, he wants us to be bold Mm -hmm. and courageous. Because the power comes from him. The power comes from him. And when we recognize that it's his power and it just comes through us, Mm -hmm. uh, we're his vessel. We're his instrument. But it's Jesus. It's the Holy Spirit. It's the Father. And we are a yielded vessel for him to use for his glory. But that power, that empowerment is such, I don't think it's option, optional. Right. Some people think, well, that's fine for you, but I'm happy in my church. I'm happy. I don't need the, I don't need the Holy Spirit, and I certainly don't want to speak in tongues. Mm-hmm. Well, we know on the day of Pentecost, everybody spoke in tongues. That's right. And one of the most amazing things to me is the evening when I got my prayer language, and I was just praying the Lord's Prayer silently on my bed as as I was laying my head to rest, and all of a sudden the room filled with the presence, and my tongue picked up in my mouth and started moving involuntarily. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I opened my mouth, and some words came out that I didn't mm-hmm. know, a language I didn't know. Mm-hmm. And how thrilling it is to know that the God of heaven and earth will, will knows who you are Mm-hmm. To the point of wanting to give you a language mm-hmm. where you can communicate with him in the spirit and for praise, for intercession, for worship. When you just don't know how to pray anymore, you can go into tongues. That's it's right. powerful. Mm-hmm. It's a powerful gift. Mm-hmm. That's part of being emboldened with mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And when we don't know how to pray, the spirit intercedes for us. He makes intercession for us. Mm-hmm. There's so many just glorious things about 
being emboldened by the Holy Spirit that changes your Christian life. And he says being, uh, whenever we pray in the Spirit, you know, our faith grows too. You know, it, your, your faith grows praying in the Holy Ghost, you know, building up yourself in your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost is mm-hmm. what I believe that's in Jude. So mm-hmm. even just if you need more faith, just pray in, pray in the, the, your heavenly language. Yes, and don't be afraid of it. Right. It's, it's totally under the control Wonderful. of the person. Mm-hmm. And it's not like you're going to go into some voodoo trance or something right. and some something's taking you over. No, it's a language. You can stop it and start it whenever you wish, mm-hmm. whenever you desire. Right. But do desire it. Yes. And the word says we are to desire the spiritual gifts. Mm-hmm. And it says it's unto your children, your children's children. It never stops. It never stops. There's a flow. And even my father, uh, who was a pastor and a wonderful man of God, um, uh, he even acknowledged that that it was real for today and I stopped him in his tracks when I gave my testimony to him and he said well that's called glossolalia that's the theological word for it and he said there's always been a smattering of that throughout human history since Pentecost hmm. but during our generation mm-hmm. have we seen the mighty move of God worldwide, mm-hmm. where millions, millions, millions mm-hmm. of believers are being baptized mm-hmm. in the Holy Spirit, and they are coming to understand what Jesus said, you shall receive power mm-hmm. when the Holy Ghost has come upon you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we've experienced that touch, Lueda. Absolutely. We know what he's talking about. And would you go back? Would you return? Right. I would to the never other, it was to it, the old life. It was a line drawn in the sand that I crossed over whenever I was filled with the Holy Spirit because I was a scared little abused, sexually abused, been rejected, been abandoned. I was raised in a very dysfunctional home and when I got received the baptism of the Holy Ghost, I began to come alive. Yes. To my purpose and my destiny. And every time God says, I want you to do this, I say, Okay, God, I can't do it myself, but you said to do it, so okay. And you, you know, step, out step, step out there. Step out You're courageous. It. You're bold. Amen. Uh-huh. Because of him. Because so of him. The last few minutes that we have, let's talk about that empowered a little bit more. I, my my uh, Webster's <laughs> on empowered says to give official authority, to give official authority or legal power to to promote the influence of. And so when we're empowered, so we're talking about that emboldenment and empowerment all goes together. Well, it all three goes together. You have to have the enlightenment. The emboldenment and the empowerment. Yes. And the Lord gives us the authority and the power to do something. Yeah. To do something. You know, being being a Christian requires something of us. Yes. And he wants us to do something. And especially after we're empowered with the Holy Spirit, what happened to the church when it was empowered? After Pentecost, Mm -hmm. what happened to Mm -hmm. the church? Mm -hmm. You know, Peter, who was hiding with the disciples after the crucifixion, scared to death the Romans were going to find them and kill them. Um, After Pentecost, we find this same Peter. He denied Jesus, did not even knew him because he was so frightened that they were going to arrest him too. And after Pentecost, after the Holy Ghost came upon them, he was out in public preaching Jesus Christ 
right. to thousands of people, thousands of people. The fear was gone. The timidity was gone. If the entire church of Jesus Christ on earth was baptized and empowered wow. by the Holy Ghost, would this world change, Lueda? Absolutely. Drastically, dramatically. We would turn the world upside down. That's right. That's why we need to, if we don't have this gift, we need to seek this gift Mm -hmm. of the baptism of the Holy Spirit. We need to speak this experience, whatever you would call it. I highly recommend it. Highly recommend (laughs) it. But Jesus has given us the authority and the power to do something. Yeah. So the Holy Spirit will guide us into what it is we are to do. Mm -hmm. And it's... We can all go out and just do good works and good things. But he has a purpose, like he had for Queen Esther, for such a time as this. We are here for such a time as this. Mm -hmm. So what is God's purpose for us in this, in our little dash from birth to death when we're here on earth? We are given an assignment. We are given a purpose. And it takes it takes the power of God working in us to accomplish it and to lead us to it. We have to, it takes a certain amount of boldness just to follow the Holy Spirit and to obey him. Because sometimes he may say, do this, and you go, oh, no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Give that to someone else, or I can't do that. Kind of like when you told me to go on TV, I said, uh, 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 what? Yes. <laughs> So we, you know, that empowering is there from him because he wants to accomplish something through us. Mm -hmm. He wants to accomplish something in us Mm -hmm. by transforming us into the image of Jesus Mm -hmm. Christ. That's an ongoing lifetime process for his glory. glory. But he also wants to do something through us. And that's changed the world. So we're to be world changers because we've been empowered with the holy spirit yeah oh i love it and you know it's it's something that we are able to do whatever he's called you to do he will help you to do it you know you have all things pertaining to life and godliness you can do all things through christ who strengthens you and i have found every time that i have when god has presented a door an open door before me even though i look at it and i go now i'm not trained and qualified to do that in the natural but if i know i've heard him and when I, step, when I step across that threshold, when I say yes to that open door, the empowerment comes with it, and then it opens the next door of opportunity. And the next one, as you say yes, by, it may be with fear and trembling. Yes. I've done a lot of things with some <clears throat> fear and trembling. Well, after I was filled with the Holy Spirit, I fell back into um, a, a sin, and, and I was so grieved over it. And I thought, oh, God, I have grieved your Holy Spirit. And one of the most powerful words that I have ever received from the Lord um, wasn't an audible voice, but it was so, so powerful. Um, he said, and it was two months after I had prayed that prayer. That's what's so amazing, because we think it's going to be instant answer. It's not always instant answer, is it? Mm, right. But two months later, again, in the car, there's something about me being mm-hmm. in the car. I guess it's because I'm quiet and, and uh, listening. But the Holy Spirit spoke to me and said, you have not grieved my spirit. See, Jesus had already taken care of that sin. Right. You have not grieved my spirit. Don't worry about your future. It's in my hands. Look for opportunities to serve me, and I will give them to you. Amen. See, God has a plan for you, mm-hmm. and don't miss it. 
don't miss don't it. miss it because don't it'll be it. the greatest joy of your life the greatest fulfillment of your life the greatest sense of purpose that you ever have and there are people just running around all around us with purposeless lives and uh, they're discouraged and despondent and if they had Jesus and purpose yeah it would change wow. everything everything is different everything amen well, I'm so delighted to have had you today, Miss Elizabeth, and, and thank you for your hard work and uh, providing this place, this event, so that we can come at the South, uh, the Spring Conference Central Texas Area Glow, June 8th through the 10th. You can find all the information on my Facebook page, and uh, we want you to sign up. We want you to be there. Don't miss it. It's right here in Kerrville. If you're, no matter where you are, you can still come. We don't care. You come. And uh, sign up and get registered. You can do it at the door, but you can also do it online. And very quickly, Loida, we hope people will come for the whole conference. (laughs) But if for some reason you're working and you can't be there, you can register for a session or two sessions or whatever. That information will also be on the website. Okay, awesome. Well, guys, remember, you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free.